Hey, man. What up? How how how's it going? We haven't um, done this in a little bit. <laughs> done what? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, you know, it's funny. Right. I, I wanted to listen to the last one that we did just to see how different the universe is between that one and this one. Mm, did you? But, no, because I didn't. I was going to say, that. why bother? Yeah, you I, know. I, I ran out of time, but I just feel like I was just like, this virus is nothing. Like, we're going to be fine. It's just a cold, you know, and then, you know. Was it really? Stuff. Were we talking about it then? That last I, I, feel like I don't we, even know. I, I feel my ghetto sense is saying that I feel like we were talking about it. And, I trust your ghetto senses. <laughs> and I feel like we had, we'd kind of been like, ah, it's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, all of a sudden it went. Here's the funny thing. I were I ordered masks. I uh, January 31st off of Amazon. I ordered face masks. Oh, really? Yes. As it as a precaution. I I, I don't remember if I've told you but I've been building like a a bug out bag for the last 6 months and I've put things in it like a, you know, besides clothes and shoes and stuff, there's like a lantern and matches and some of those heat blankets. So, I was like face masks because you might need it and also like the shit was going down like in china so i was like eh, i'll get some face masks they never came like ever ever like did you get a refund or something oh yeah i eventually was like yo these never showed up and i got a refund but damn that's crazy yeah all right, all right, that's how on. that's how long ago we were kind of wait before i forget let, let, let's cue the song just because i'm gonna forget to do it later oh you mean play it yeah Goody Squad in the house, quarantine edition, 2020, what, what? <laughs> Cue that shit. Yo, it's the Goody Squad. I haven't heard it not through your phone in so long. I was like, is that a remix? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're a little differently set up this time. Um, since the world has gone the, the route of Zoom, we've actually tried to do it that way. So this is a, a test. I got a backup recording just in case this doesn't go well. Um, but and yeah, I'm actually on my computer rig that i use to record my radio show for my house which is why i sound completely different man now you're forcing me to get a fucking mic i'm like ooh. Mm. <laughs> Basa, ooh. you don't want you don't want this mic <laughs> this, no. is the, this is you can get other mics but this is the same i bought the exact same mic that we use in studio uh-huh and it was almost five hundred dollars yeah no I, I i'll probably buy like one of those like hundred dollar sure ones or something yeah totally like my like my iPad, but I can still plug it into like USB and stuff. I wanted to sound exactly like the radio as much as possible, and I was gonna buy a used one. And my husband's like, "You really want a microphone? Somebody else will spit in it." And I'm like, "No, I yeah. don't. Thanks." <laughs> yeah. No money, money well spent, man. So yeah, um, yeah the world's kind of changed a little bit since the last time you've heard from us. And um, is it burning down around you? I, it I should mean, be. I, I'm basically sitting on a on a on a on a on a pile of rubble right now mm -hmm. <laughs> and it smells like um um ash and um brimstone <laughs> does it remind you of la 92 a lot of the stuff going on right now reminds me a lot of la 92 100 uh, 
100%. And, uh, Except back then, they, police were just beating people. Well, the funny thing is back then, people, like, I mean, like, look, man, like when, when I was living in the hood, like the, the tanks were on Lennox Boulevard. Tanks. Legit. Oh, for tanks. that? For, 90, in the, for the 92, right? Yeah, there was a tank on Lennox Boulevard in front of the fucking police station. And There's probably were, one there now. Well, no, that police station's gone now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went back a few times um, in the last, like, several years just to kind of, like, drive through the hood. And, the, no, that police station is, like, fucking boarded up. And, like, I guess they must have tapped down. They're like, yeah, we can't do this shit anymore here. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. But, um, yeah, man, like, the only difference, I guess, would be that, like, the cops are still beating the shit out of people. And now it's just getting recorded on everybody's phone. Yeah, seeing this now, they're not just beating the shit out of people, they're just fucking killing them. They're just straight up killing them. Well, no, I'm saying like, like posts, you know, what this, the unfortunate thing that's gone on. I actually saw an interview with uh, Rodney King's ex-wife on the news this week. Yeah, what did she have to say? Pretty much the same thing. Nothing's changed, except they're killing, they're killing us now instead of just beating the shit out of us. Yeah, taking us to the brink of death as opposed, you know, and, you know, and now you're just killing people. Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, you know, I'm assuming you haven't gone out there and joined any protests and and marches or anything like that. Uh, I mean, you know, I really wanted to, especially because I can take my camera out there and really document things. Um, Coronavirus! When I see all these groups of people in the streets, like, good on you for getting that many people out and flying the streets, but you know we're in a pandemic right now. That's that's honestly the the two things that are keeping me from doing that. One is that because I do have, you know, pretty bad asthma, and I don't want to try and you are immune. What is it? Immune. Immune deficiency. There you I'm go. Deficiency. There you go. Um, and then on top of that, like you know, like you know, I'm just trying to be cautious, man, because it's like uh, the the last thing I need is for my ass to get beat up or put in jail or you know killed, and then like my kid grows up with no dad. So I'm, right. I'm yeah, I was gonna say you have a child to think about. Yeah, I, 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 as much as I support, and I, I need to find ways to support even more. Um, I just have to be very cautious right now, especially with the with the unemployment climate and that sort of thing. I mean, you know, um, not that I'm unemployed at the moment, but at some point I will be. <laughs> you know, so um, I just I just have to CYA right now a little bit. Yeah, and, I mean, and support from afar, you know, and, and try to, you know, educate people. Right. You know, like the, like, my, as a, you know, quote unquote, my white friends. Right. I've, I've had conversations with about this who, you know, are, um, you know, they just don't get it. And like, that, look, and even, even to my experience, as much as I've had my separate experiences, I still don't have the full experience. I just have right. experience as a brown person, not as a black person. Right. So, right. I think you've got the pretty full on good brown person experience. I mean, yeah. you know, how I mean, many times did you get pulled over driving from Lenox to Manhattan Beach? Or, or, or Lenox to, um, to, to, um, to Torrance? I, I, I think I, I, I counted, it ended up being about 50 times. <laughs> Legit. I'm not even making like... And it was up. always a suspicion of something. Um, your car looked like something. Um, yeah. You, you, uh, met the, uh, you met the profile of uh, somebody we were looking for. Yep. yep. They would pull me over. It was like, seriously, it was, it was like clockwork. They'd pull me over. They'd ask me if there was any guns or, um, or if there were weapons or drugs in the car. I would say no. They would have me sit on the curb. They'd search the car. They'd find nothing and then send me on my way. Yeah. So yeah. legit, like, every, every, like the 50 times that that, that happened. So it's pretty much oh, like once a week. 
basically. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it, it yeah. literally was like, yeah. about, you know, like I had to like, like think about things. It's like, well, if I close the store tonight, then I'm, I'm definitely taking this risk. You know, especially mm-hmm. when I was working in Torrance, because if I took Hawthorne Boulevard, I was definitely getting pulled over. Right. Because Hawthorne, Hawthorne PD always had it out for me for some fucking reason. And, you know, look, look, the plates came up as Lennox. The, the car I drove was a big, ginormous, 78 white Thunderbird. No, my grandma's <laughs> oh. car was, was like. Oh, was I was thinking about the Datsun. Well, part of that. Part of that was that. And then the other one was my Toyota Corolla, which mm, yeah, know, yeah. was was a you know primer color and and a beater but it was my car um and out of those times i was cited no times Mm -hmm. like never never did i get a ticket or any sort of shit like that like it just was just sit on the curb like i had to like basically like put that in my time frame of like when i'd be (laughs) home or whatever i'm like well if i get pulled over tonight it'll be another 20 minutes right you know so that's why i never had anything on me like even if I was smoking tweeds back then, I'm like, I wasn't having that shit on me or no. in me because nope. I just wasn't going to take the fucking risk. Nope. So yeah, man, I, I've seen it and I felt it and, and I'm just brown. Right. So I don't know, um, man. for those of you that don't know me, I'm a very, very, very light skinned brown. I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Mexican, Japanese and Sicilian pretty much. So I'm not white. I'm a little off white. And I pretty much, I didn't experience much racism growing up because I lived a very privileged life. I'll, but my life was already just going, what are you? Yeah. Do I make you uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> my skin's a you little can't brown. It out, can you? A little slanted. Maybe Does I'm that a bother bit, you? Yeah. <laughs> Does it bother you a little bit? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, I don't know. It's... But so uh, all I can do right now is take it upon this. This is what I'm pledging to do. Okay. I'm taking it upon myself to educating my white friends on exactly what white privilege is and what they need to do. I think like, okay, my husband was on the phone with one of his friends last night. White guy grew up, you know, no problems, all that stuff. Sure. Talking about, you know, how he sees the black lives matters everywhere. And he's like, that's great. He goes, but what can I do about it? And I go, and he was on speakerphone. <laughs> so I just walked up <laughs> over my husband's shoulder. I'm like, do something. Yeah. That's the point. You need to do something. He's like, like what? Go out and pick it on the street? I said, if that's what you want, but if that's not what you want, you need to figure out something else. Like yeah. make a donation or at least educate yourself and learn on what policies and things we have to vote against in our own community. Because I, I mean, that's all I can do for myself and then just educate my friends because I am, I know I am damn guilty of not voting all the way down the ballot because I don't know what half of that shit means. But, and you got to read behind the lines and figure out what it really means because they use these secret words like criminals and, you know, lower income and things like that. And you got to figure out exactly who they're targeting. It's, I also, I also yeah. And you know what? That's what I pledge to do. And I pledge to ask my local level election people that I'm voting, you know, voting for, how do you feel about mass incarceration? How do you feel about um, our local police not banning the chokehold? How do you feel about, you know, and those are the issues that I want to know. And there's ways to look those things up and see how these people vote and what they stand for and look in their voting history. And that's what I'm pledging to do and educating people on that. And I'm trying to make my husband do the same thing. I made him watch the documentary on Netflix 13th the other day about the 13th amendment. And it's like, it starts off with, you know, uh, how the black people have been treated in our country and 
show the civil rights in the 60s. I'm in the 50s. I'm getting beat up and stuff. And it made my husband uncomfortable and he didn't want to watch it. And he was on his phone. And I'm like, and they said something that I thought was really important. I go, did you hear that? And he's like, no, I don't like watching this stuff. It pisses me off. It makes me mad. I said, good. It's supposed yeah. to make you mad. Yeah, That's the fucking to. point. Yeah. And hopefully it'll make you mad enough to do something about it. And it's like, you know, I've done a lot for him in our marriage. I, I, you know, pay all the bills. I do, you know, I fill out his work forms and things like that for him. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not going to fill out your ballot for you. I don't want you to just hand it to me and let me, you know, I want you to know what we're standing up. I said, I need you to be my partner in this. I need you to, you know, at least know what we're representing and standing for. And maybe you can share that amongst your friends too, and not just rely on me to do it for you. Yeah. I mean, it's, so it's, 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 you know, and honestly, like, look, this last, the last election that we had, um, was that last year for some things? Mm-hmm. Last year, primaries seems, and stuff. Yeah, last year seemed like twenty years ago. But you know, like, <laughs> like for for you know, like normally I would do a little bit of research and be like, okay, I get it. Last right. last time I did a lot of research. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to really break this down because what am I what am I putting my what am I putting my signature on? Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I that started becoming important to me is is mm-hmm. finding out what exactly am I signing. Look, like you know, you were talking about watching those those uh, documentaries. I watched one on on uh, Amazon Prime. And on purpose, what was it? Uh, it was called "I Am Not Your Negro." Oh, mm-hmm. it was really good. Um, it was a narrated by Samuel Jackson. I honestly like normally because I watch TV, you know, and, and and I watch TV like everybody does nowadays with my phones and that sort of thing. So I took my phones and I put it on the other side of the couch. I took my Nintendo Switch, I turned it off, I put it on the other side of the couch, mm-hmm. and I just sat and watched. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we have to do, man. Like we can't be distracted and it's supposed to make you uncomfortable. It's supposed yeah. to like, like rile you up because enough is enough, man. Like, like look how long we've been having this conversation and we've only yeah. been on the planet for 40 something years. Right. You know, I'm also way against the prison system being so corporate and people making money off it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to vote every time against that. And there's a list of corporations that are making money off prison labor and stuff like that. And that's a hard one to do, but I'm seriously thinking about fucking all those people on that list. Yeah. Verizon, yeah. Johnson & Johnson, Wendy's, Walmart, Starbucks, you know, and, and I admit that's a hard thing to do. I will miss my Starbucks. I will, miss, you know, Johnson & Johnson's a hard one because they fucking make everything. But it's also like, I don't think these people are going to do anything about it till it hits them where it matters. And that's their fucking wallet. Look, man, I, I talked to a friend of mine yesterday who works at a company that he was the only black person. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's made an issue of it in the past and more so now, right? Mm-hmm. This shit goes down and you see a lot of companies, I mean, even like the big ones like Disney marvel i mean you name it has has said something Mm -hmm. the guy who runs his company has said nothing (laughs) and dude right now if you say nothing you're saying something by saying nothing yeah that's pretty much the issue and like you know when my husband was talking to his friend last night and he's like what am i supposed to do at least fucking say something I mean, and that's another thing, along with educating my white friends, I'm going to call them out every time I hear them think, do something that I think is kind of even slightly racist. I'm yeah. calling them out, you yeah. know? Not okay. It's not okay, man. It's, 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 ne- it's not okay. It's never been okay. It shouldn't be okay that you think it's funny to say, you know, um, you know whatever. 
Even like, if people are like, oh, it's just between friends or, oh, I thought this was nah. a safe place or, you know, okay. the, yeah, that that's, the problem. You to, that's no. the problem. People laughing at those jokes behind closed doors is oh what's God. the fucking problem makes it okay. Dude, like I saw this, this, I must have saw it on, on, I feel like either you sent it to me or just saw it, but like people taking the, the, the Floyd challenge and white dudes just stepping on other white dudes' necks and shit and thinking it was fucking Every funny. time I like, see one of those pictures, I'm like, you ain't doing it right, motherfucker. Let me try. Yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. It's are like, you, really? Are you still alive after? Because, you know. Yeah, let me do it. Let, let's see. Let me do it for nine minutes. Let me try. Man. Um, I also have bought some shirts. I bought a shirt with Khalif Browder's face and name on it, and I bought a shirt that has a whole bunch of the other victims that have been killed by police violence, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, all of, a shirt with a whole list of their names. And I'm going to wear it. And I'm going to ask my white friends, you know these people? Every yeah. single one of them, how did they die? Just, I bet you a million bucks not one of my friends can know how every single person, there's only a list of like eight, know how every single name. one of them died. Even, even just pick yeah. one name off the shirt. Yeah. Have you heard of this name? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and for instance, like this, like, like what you're saying with this t-shirt, you, you know, your husband's uh, friend is asking what they can do to help. Fucking buy a t-shirt and fucking advertise that like, you're, like, you're, you're part of this. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be ashamed to wear that shit. Just like, I'm not ashamed to wear, like, if, if I put on a fucking pride shirt or whatever, I'm not afraid of fucking people thinking I'm, I'm, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm supporting. And that's why I support and it's, and it's important for me to support. So yeah, yeah, like even if even if you don't know what to do, buy a shirt, fucking wear it, and, and, and educate people when they when they challenge you on that. Look up your local NAACP and look up the black-owned businesses in your area. Yeah. Sadly, mine is like, I swear it's under ten businesses. A couple well, photographers. I mean, yeah, I live in a very 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 white bread. Yeah, county, it's, and it's small regardless, but still. Right. So you know, and and, and that's a hard. Uh, I'm looking for a nail girl when I come out of quarantine. And I'm like, why can't I find a black nail girl? Why? Why? I mean, I found some brown girls that live in my hood, you know? But I'm like, really? Really? I can't even find a nail girl? Support the cause, man. It's, it's. Oh, okay. So here's some other, I mean, you know, and the watching of the documentaries, it's the least you can do. It's the very goddamn least you can do. What, two hours of your time? In the privacy of your own home, you don't even have to tell your friends if you don't want to. Just fucking watch it on yourself. It's the goddamn least you could do. You can watch so it the on other your one, cell phone. You can watch right. it on your iPad. You can watch it on your Kindle Fire if anybody owns any of those. You know. <laughs> so yeah, Thirteenth on Netflix is a documentary about the Thirteenth Amendment, pretty much about how um you know uh, they freed the slaves except for criminals. Yeah. And how? Oh, okay. Well, then let's just throw all the black people in jail and now they're criminals, and we can still keep them as slaves forever. Shh. Anyway, um, uh, 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 have, did you watch When They See Us that came out last year about the Central Park Five? I feel like I did, but I, like I said, last year's a- I don't know if you finished movie. it, but I think you might have watched it. And then also um, on Netflix, and this came out a while ago, and Jay-Z was one of the producers of it, and it's called Time, the Khalif Browder story. And it's about Khalif Browder, who was- 18 in New York and pretty much thrown in jail on Rikers Island for, I can't remember if it was two or three years for suspicion of stealing a backpack. And he was never even actually charged. Suspicion. Suspicion of stealing a backpack. He couldn't get out on bail because he had one previous like minor 
offense. Yeah. So they wouldn't let him post bail. And the problem is, is they wanted him to sign a plea deal, which everybody, they all, that's what they always want you to do. They want, and he goes, I didn't want to admit to something I wasn't going to do. So they kept him locked up for like, I guess, two, three years. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, because he wouldn't sign their plea deal. And good on him that he didn't sign that shit. Cause yeah, well, the story doesn't end well. Oh, he got, he, he eventually, eventually let him out and then he sued the police department and he ended up winning, but they didn't pay him. They never intended on paying him. They just stalled it forever. Then a couple of years later, as an adult, he ended up getting in a fight. He said he got jumped a lot in his hood because people thought he had money now because everybody knew that he was suing the police department. So we got arrested for getting into a fight. The police knew damn well who he was because he was suing their department and he got arrested, but he posted bail and then he killed himself and hung himself out the window because he did not want to go through this court trial system again because of what they did to him last time. Oh man. Just, ah, uh, fuck man. Yeah. He was a kid. And just like that, you yeah. know, in the blink of an eye, just for, you know. He even did a bunch of interviews and stuff when he got out with MTV and all these people about like, yeah, you know, I was there. They wanted me to take this plea deal. He was like, I wasn't going to admit to something I didn't do. You know, he'd get the shit beat out of him all the time in jail and stuff by the guards or they'd let the other inmates do it. It's surreal. It's, it's surreal that, that uh, it's surreal that just, just when we thought there might have been a glimmer of hope, when Obama came on. Oh, yeah, when Barry was around. That, that, you know, maybe we were finally taking a step in the right direction. Yeah. But not, not even close. Like, we took, yeah. maybe, maybe we took an inch forward and took 15 steps back. Because of this fucker. fucker. Yeah, because of this fucker and in his administration. I mean, did you, did you hear what he said about, uh, 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 in his press conference yesterday? About how... <laughs> Unemployment has dipped and, and that like Floyd's looking from heaven and shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to use it. Yeah. Like, fuck Get you, the fuck out of here. Like, don't even like, like you don't say his name. Yeah. You keep it out of your fucking mouth. It, it, like this dude is just made, like, just brought out the back out the ugliness that's been hiding yeah. for, you know, for, for years. And, and it's just surreal that, like we knew this was going to be bad, dude. We knew this was going to be bad. When this guy took over, we knew it was going to be bad. Right. And yeah, you can't you can't really like blame a virus on him. But everything else, I mean that we're at right now, like I, I didn't think it would get this bad. I it's I there's no way possible anybody could have thought it got this fucking the sad thing is, is I don't have a whole lot of faith in Biden to beat him. I, I mean, it's not like I'm going to vote for anybody else. I mean, I, right. I, I think, you know, too many options was the problem last time. But right. I'm afraid that Trump's going to make Joe look like a giant pussy. Uh, I, uh, and I think, you know, I, I don't know. I think his core is just too fucking crazy and too big. I don't know. Yeah, I... I... I have that fear that, and then am I going to be surprised if it happens? No. Right. Am I going to be disappointed again with our country and the people in it? 100%. Ugh. I can't imagine another four years of this. No. No. 
And if if he gets reelected again, I think shit's really going to go down. I mean, how look, look at look at the unemployment claims we have currently in this country. Mm-hmm. Like, have you had to deal with unemployment at all during this? Not yet. Okay. So, so let me tell you my experience. <laughs> oh, okay. So my husband stopped working March about 14th. His job paid him through the end of March. And then he was off April and most of May. He just went to work like two weeks ago. Um, so when we first filed for him, of course, I, I did it all online. So when I first filed for him, you know, I filed for him and I filed even for me for partial unemployment because my income has been cut by about a third. Um, and then they got the letters. Okay, we, you, you opened a claim. Here's your account number, blah, blah, blah. And then um, every two weeks, they ask you to certify for your benefits. You have to go in and tell them um, if you're still looking for a job or whatever. But yeah, right or, now, because of COVID. Or proof or whatever. Yeah. 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 And, and if you are working, how much did you make for, you know, this time? But, so yeah. I did it for him and I did it for me. So then the first time we certified, first mine came back and said, oh, excessive earnings you were denied because you made too much money i made like four hundred dollars that week or something and they're like well that's more than we would have paid you because they were going to give me an extra 200 or something like that they're like well you made more than we would have paid you so you're not getting anything i'm like wait a minute uh, uh, <laughs> my shit was cut by a third you're supposed to yeah. help with partial and i don't get shit and i'm like ugh, fine and whatever you on four hundred dollars like that's right. not rent that's not bills that's not grocery <laughs> i mean that's nothing and then his all of a sudden said disqualified and they gave some stupid bullshit reason for like, um, I can't remember. I had to look it up. They're like, we sent you this form. No, you didn't. So I had to look up this form number and it said something about a, a, an employer disqualifying you, a past and plus. So we contacted his work and she's like, no, we haven't heard anything. And then um, I, the only, you can't get anybody on the phone. So every time you call, you get just get a message saying, due to the high volume of calls, <laughs> go right. to our website, right? Which is a piece of shit. Right. Um, so the only thing I do is through the website was file a complaint, like, or an appeal. Like, okay, um, I want to know why we were disqualified. We never got this form. What does that mean? Then you get emails like, okay, you'll get a uh, reply in five to seven days. <laughs> Jeez. So then, you know, like you said, so then you, I tried calling some numbers. I even tried calling your local. Every city has a local. Um, it's not an unemployment office. It's like a, I can't remember what they're called. They help people find jobs, but they're connected to the EU. Oh, okay. Um, and so there was local ones, and they were helping people, but then the offices actually shut down. You know, so then there was a phone number, but then they got too busy. They weren't helping anybody either. So then thing is, is I'm still working during the day. You know, I still got it work about six hours a day and I can't sit there on the phone all goddamn day. So I told my husband, okay, it's your job. Starting eight o'clock tomorrow morning, dial these fucking phone numbers. So you get somebody on the phone. So we'd go on a Facebook group and look up California EDD help because everybody's having a problem right now. So I'd go on these Facebook, read the messages for the last day, see what numbers people are using to get through. And there's people going like, okay, call this number. If it rings, stay there. If a message starts with thank you for calling or welcome, then hang up, you know, or push this or push these zero numbers, whatever. He ended up finding this like 408 number out of San Jose. So we called and then it rang and we're like, whoa. (laughs) So um, we got somebody answer the phone and asked for his social security number and then said, okay, hold on. And then he was on hold for probably about, it took him about an hour of dialing to get through. Then once we got through, he was on hold for about a half an hour. Then he finally gets somebody on the phone and this woman who's very nice and we were very nice because it's like, it's not your fault. 
Right. We knew this shit was going to come down. EDD is already crappy system. Right. Um, and she's like, why was he disqualified? She goes, oh, there was a glitch in the system when he applied that says, like, if you'd ever qualified before, no matter how, or if you've ever applied before, no matter how long ago it was, you got denied. And he applied back in, I don't know, like, 08 or something like that when he got let go from a job. And she goes, let me just fix that for you. And click the button. She goes, okay, you're good. Is this your right address? Says, okay, you're cleared. You should expect a card in, in the, you know, a couple days, your EDD card. And it's like, how did anybody fucking know that? How, it's like, so many people are having problems. There's a glitch in the system. You can't get a hold of anybody. She's like, I'm surprised you even found this number because we just recently moved offices. And he's like, I found that on a Facebook group that was like, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was just like, so it's, I, and then you see people that are like, I've been calling for weeks. I've been calling all day, you know, from eight to five. Yeah, I almost feel like it's like winning the lotto if you actually got a live person on the phone. Yeah. And then the messages were people going, well, if you get a tier one employee, they can't help you. They can only take a message and have a tier two call you back. And most of those people don't even get callbacks either. Here's the deal. Look, you know that unemployment right now is at an all time high. Why are you not hiring the people that are calling to see if they can alleviate some of the fucking <laughs> phone calls right. off, off your fucking hands? Yeah. Look, I, I've been on unemployment back in 2005. And, and they're a big deal with regardless right. of whatever's going on in the know world. That there could be not that. a goddamn thing going on in the world and they're still a bitch. Right. <laughs> and, and, and look, how would I know that? Because I did that, what, 15 years ago that I'd be disqualified right now if I had to go on that shit. And again, I saw the same thing from somebody else on Facebook who said the same thing. He goes, I, I applied for it like, you know, 12 years ago. And even you, you've paid it back by then. You've already, because you get it, they're like, Tenfold. yeah, they're like, okay, here's what, how much you're going to get. Here's how much you're going to get total. It's not going to go beyond that, whatever. Anyway, he, his situation ended up getting fixed. And then mine, I went and logged back in. And then all of a sudden, they just decided to pay me anyway, even though they told me. I'm like, okay. And then we each got the extra 600 And I was like, oh, shit, all right. And then, uh, you know, we got the EDD cards eventually and, and, and switched the money over and everything was fine. And then now again for May, he got his money okay. For mine, they're telling me excessive earnings again. I'm like, well, that's what you said last time, so. Jeez. Now, did you, did you update the Facebook forum of that information just, just to add it on there and be like, hey, look, like a lot of people have been saying that they've gone through this. We went through this and this happened to us too. Yeah, he actually just commented on the person on the 408 number that he okay. found and said, hey, I got through with this number and helped. That's you got through it. with this number and this is why I got denied or whatever? Actually, no, I don't think he did that because he doesn't like I, talking on Facebook, so I don't think he did shit. Well, no, but I but think it, he just but, said that he, I know, I know, he should have, but I think he just said I got through on this number. Thanks for the help at the very least, like, that. like, birds of a feather know that, like, you know, somebody is going to be like, fuck, I don't know why I got denied yeah. money. And yeah, I mean, regardless, you still got to get a hold of somebody to fix it for you. Yeah, you can't do it at all through the website. And then I don't even know if we even got a reply back from the appeal I put through on the website. They're just like, fuck it. Just take the money. Well, when we got the girl on the phone, she fixed it. What I'm saying is I don't even think I got oh, a, oh, a, I, a, a, a reply from that original, you know, click this button to appeal here or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's a shitstorm. So I get why people are, you know, at what's end. Totally. Yeah. Um, he uh, He went back to work. If you, not this week, last week. I think it was like, it's actually been a week now. I think he started last Friday. And so he's got a bistro. He runs the bistro in one of our local wineries. And the thing about it, 
it's not a dine-in restaurant because it's a winery and mostly they have the tasting room and they're doing tastings. You could also order food and then go sit anywhere in the winery to eat it inside or outside. So it's not like you have to worry about cramming people in a room and social distancing. They can go anywhere, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so his bistro, he went back to work last week and then they just opened up for the first time yesterday. And they so, were fucking busy. And what measures are they taking there? So you can't have more than three people in the kitchen. And his only has two anyway. It's just him and one other guy. And they have to wear face masks. They already wore gloves and stuff like that. They have to take their temperature when they come in and they have to wear face masks. And that's really about it. I, about there the might be some more steps. I mean, so the whole thing has changed right now. So they're not doing tastings right now. I think it's because you have somebody sit there in your face for too long. Right. So what they're doing is you can come in and order a flight, a glass, or a bottle, but you have to order food too. And then you could sit down and eat it. Okay. I don't know why you have to order the food too right now because you didn't have to do that before. But again, they're not even doing tastings right now. So I don't, that's the difference right now. And, and are, what, are, what are they requiring of, of, of people that are coming? Like, do the people have to wear masks? Like, they have to wear masks? Do they have to, like, sit in small groups? I mean, are they doing any sort of, like, policing of... of, of, of I don't know, because he's in the kitchen, so it doesn't, you know, he doesn't see... It doesn't directly affect him, so I, I don't... I'll ask. I don't know. I mean, like I said, seating-wise, I'm sure it's like, okay, you can go over here, and they're probably directing people where to go, but it's not like you have to worry about... Oh, actually, what they're doing is it's a total reservation system right now. I forgot. Before, it was just walk-in, and they never really know what they were going to do today. So I came in, the, when he came home, I said, so how, how's your day? Were you busy? He goes, yeah, we were booked all day long. And I go, he goes, we do reservations now. I'm like, oh, that's great. So you know exactly how many you're going to do that day. So I think with the reservations, that's how they can space people apart. That's, and, that's smart. That's, yeah. that's, that's a good way of doing it. And on, normally on a weekday, before all this came down, he would come home and he's like, we maybe served eight people today. He came home yesterday and he goes, we served 40 because wow. they were booked all day long. And then he goes, I know we got 39 reservations for tomorrow. So, Which was today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I'm so surprised. People are, people are clamoring to get the fuck out. Yeah. You know what? I went out yesterday just to run some errands. I had to drop some shit off the post office. The whole time I was out, I saw one motherfucker wearing a mask. It just pisses me off. I almost sent a, did a TikTok or sent everybody a Snapchat going, this is why I fucking hate people. Yeah, I'm, yeah look, I'm going to mask shame you, and I have no shame in mask shaming you. Yeah, uh, I saw one other guy with a mask, and he held a door open for me, and I told him, I said, you're the only other person I've seen with a mask today, and I said, thank you. He's like, you're welcome. Uh, on a lighter note, what cool masks have you gotten lately? <laughs> I'm just using a bandana because... I like that I could just wear it around my neck when I'm not using it and then just pull it up when I need to. So I like the bandana style. So I'm just using bandanas, but I did order on Amazon. It's a Hello Kitty bandana style and it's got a Hello Kitty and then it says, don't touch me. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've been ordering a lot of clothing right now that says pretty much don't touch me. <laughs> Back the fuck up. Uh, Cusco from Emperor's New Groove. Uh huh. Remember his thing? No touchy. Oh. No touchy. He didn't like it to be touched. So I've, I've ordered a couple Cusco shirts already that say, don't touch me. I found one on eBay. It's got a big old pug and it says, pugs, not hugs. Asterisk, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Um, I got one with a porcupine. It's super cute. It says, not a hugger. 
<laughs> and then I got one that just straight up says, sarcasm is how I hug. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to get the message across. I ordered a t-shirt, a tank top. This is I love social distancing. There's some pretty ones. There's some ones that are straight up like, don't fucking touch me or back the fuck up. Actually, good old Yosemite. Uh, what was his name? Yosemite Sam, the cartoon. Yeah. The back off. Well, you know. Oh, the, yeah. I've seen that one on shirts. There's one that was good one that said like, um, don't touch me. Uh, this, my personal space is highly protected or something like that. Or there's one I saw the other day that said, if I could turn around and punch you in the face, you're too close. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like that one. I want that one. I guess Amazon. I'm telling you, just sit there and go- type in, don't touch me shirt or, you know, social distancing shirt. They're great. They're great. Well, so, yeah. we're, we're all just home. It's like there's not much time to do anything else, really, but like work and shop. Oh my god, I have been doing so much shopping on Amazon. I was talking to one of my girlfriends. She's like, "I went out the other day to buy sheets." I'm like, "Why? Why'd you go out?" <laughs> yeah, she goes, "Well, I was looking for them and I didn't find them." See, see, that's why. So I'm like, if it's not perishable, I pretty much get it from Amazon. We. We have been even ordering groceries up until like the last mm, two, yeah. two weeks. We were ordering groceries, having del- them delivered here. And now- the, I was thinking about that because husband's been doing all the grocery shopping. I have not gone to the grocery store since the pandemic, and I don't think I could deal with it. So if he doesn't want to keep doing it, I'm like, I might have to Instacart or one of those other things because I- I've gone to the like Friday and that's okay, but I don't know if I could deal with the grocery store. So, so here's the tip with Instacart. It's a little pricey but they drop it off at your door. The important thing to know is to start set, trying setting up your, I mean, it's probably different there because there's not a lot of people up there, but mm-hmm. what we had to do was like, like if, I, if, if, we're, if we're looking for groceries for next week, we're like booking it now because okay. it up so much, okay? okay? And on top of that, when that person, like on that day, when that person is shopping, like watch, watch the app because depending on who you get, they'll either take things off your list that they don't find it. Or even though you've checked, like if there's not this, find something that's comparable. Uh-huh. Some people will take that off and you'd be like, Hey, can you just make sure that you find something comparable? So you kind of have to stay on top of them. A little right. bit. First mm-hmm. person we had was amazing. The second part person we had was, was real shitty. So you just kind of have to police it. It's kind of like, you know, like jumping in an Uber basically. Yeah. You, know, mm-hmm. you don't know who, what you're going to get. So you kind of have yeah. to police it a little bit to make sure that you're getting what you want, even if that specific brand or style or whatever isn't there. And Amazon groceries? I haven't done Amazon groceries. Oh, okay. And and we probably would have gone down that route if it wasn't for the fact that like she's gotten brave and has gone out a couple times now. Mm -hmm. So she's she's gone to Target, which is where we get most of our groceries then. Um, Trader Joe's. Yeah. My husband's a fucking trooper. He'll even go hit up like two, three stores on one day. Just because wow. he's like, well, at the beginning when like the toilet paper was scarce, he's like, all right, I'm going to Walmart first because I'm going to look for the toilet paper. And then he likes his milk at one place because they do the local stuff. And then he'll buy, I mean, he'll hit, like I said, he'll hit up Walmart, Albertsons, and Smart and Final usually. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. He is a and, and he's brought home like two boxes of gloves from work. So those are great. We just take those oh. out all the time. So I'll just walk around with a glove on one hand that I'll use to open doors and everything else. And then the other hand to touch my shit. <laughs> and then after I use it, like I'll go in a store and I, I'll, I'll, when I walk out and after I've touched the door and I know I'm not going to touch anything else, but my, my car, I'll just find a trash can, peel it off. Go put it in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's the one thing. When I, you, it's the one thing I haven't had um, luck with is gloves. I know the wife has, but um, so I, I've been washing my hands a shit ton to the point where they're like super dry. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I was on still okay. I'm out of. Um, I use the Dial foaming pear scented hand soap. I've been using it for years. I would buy it on Amazon, like the refills, like three bottles at a time. I haven't been able to find it for months. I'm now like running. I don't have any bottles now. I'm like, fuck. I'm like trying to find any of them. But I noticed that D- Dial came out with a um, moisturizing antibacterial hand soap. I'm like, oh, oh. I, need, I need some moisture. That's for sure. It's so moisturizing. Can't find it anywhere, but yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, so in regards to masks, man, I'm. I'm oh, yeah. I got, I got me. So I ordered one still because, so my mom's been making me masks. She's That's made me making us masks. She, she's made me some, like a bunch of Star Wars ones. That's she's awesome. Made, like, so uh, my daughter, uh, fucking um, Dumbo ones. Like she's been fucking going at it. She works at Joanne's. That's uh, awesome. Which is cool because, well, which is good and bad because she's still having to go to work, but luckily she's only fulfilling like online orders. That's awesome. So she doesn't have they're, to- they're not letting people in the store, yeah. No, pickup. Uh, no, and yesterday, honestly, they, they told her to go home because they were gonna um, they were gonna protest in that in that shopping center, and they just mm. place and fucking left. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's made me a bunch, but like the one thing I have a problem with the mask is like mm-hmm. after long, like right behind your ear, because you know, mm-hmm. like that, that that area doesn't get used a lot, right? Yeah, it's another reason why I like the bandana. And so I went. Um, I went and bought this one that looks like a bandana, mm-hmm. but it does hook around your ears, but it's more like loose a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have to send you the picture. It's dope. It mm-hmm. looks like a fucking black bandana. Um, and then there's this one that I got like early on, like when people are like, we should probably start wearing masks. I fucking got on Amazon and ordered like the ones that are like cylinder that you uh-huh. like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they were on your neck and yeah. then just pull it so up. I yeah. I, like that I too. early on. I bought those for me, me and the wife early on, and we bought this like one that has like a, um, like a bunny for for my daughter and stuff. And mm-hmm. we, like, look, man, it might be overkill, but anytime that even even if we go out, out for a bike ride or fucking walk, we're wearing that shit. Mm-hmm. You're just not um, wearing the car by yourself, right? That no. makes me laugh when I see people wearing the car. No, I see that a lot. I, like, I, know. Like, I know. I know where my car's been. It's been me. Right, right. <laughs> Nobody else has been in it. I'm okay. It's safe. I'm not saying I yeah. want to see some motherfucker passing out behind the wheel of their car because they can't breathe. I'm getting out of that car, yeah, I'm, I'm putting that shit on. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm like I said, that's, it's funny. I have this friend of mine who he, he has worn a bandana around his neck uh, ever since I've known him, which has probably been over 10 years now. He's just oh, one of those fun. guys, black bandana. And I was thinking about him the other day when I put mine on. I'm like, oh. How convenient for him. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, look. He's also like a fabricator and he works on people's bikes and he makes like custom ironwork and just pretty much just works out of his garage. So his wife is a friend of mine and she was over here the other day and I'm like, his life hasn't really been affected at all, has it? She's no, not really. <laughs> he doesn't work with anybody. He works on his own. He already wears a bandana anyway. Wow. <laughs> oh, lucky. That's funny. I know. Uh, yeah, uh, we bought some Dodgers ones early on, Josh saw some LA ones took forever to come. And then when they finally came, it's like, to me, it was just too tight. And the thing around my ears was too tight. Yeah. I've um, seen, they sell these like clips that you can put in the back. Oh yeah. So instead of, are they the ones that tie? Like, you know? Yeah. The, the, the ones that, that, that my mom made for my daughter are ties. Yeah. So they're easier for her, but man, mm-hmm. like once, once we go on a walk and after a while, I'm like, okay, like this is hurting my ear. We need to go. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. I don't have calluses back there. Calluses everywhere else, just not behind my fucking ears. I feel bad when I see those pictures of all the nurses and doctors that, you know, when they take them off after wearing them all day long and their faces yeah. are all red and indented and stuff. Yeah, oh. man. Fuck, man. I just have see you known somebody. Anybody? Have you known huh? anybody who's had it? So, my, uh, my mom's, uh, my mother in law, her, they live out in Boston and her boyfriend, fiance that she's lived with forever. Um, he got it early on in March and he's like six, late 60, probably close to 70. Um, he was in the hospital for two months. He Ooh. was on a ventilator with it and got off of it. And he's not in great health. His like kidney wasn't doing great and stuff like that. And then Josh's mom and her brother who also, cause they all live in the same apartment. They got quarantined for, you know, early on. And then they had to, they live in like a condo building. So they had to let everybody in the building know, Hey, somebody in the building got the Rona, you know, and all this shit. And they had like people from the CDC checking on them, you know, all the time. And we were like, we were damn surprised his mother didn't get it. She slept next to the guy in the same bed and wow. she's been a smoker for years. So she's got horrible lungs, you know, and we're, yeah. we, yeah. So she never got it. We got surprised and he eventually beat it and got out of the hospital. But my dad, one of the guys in his band, his like daughter's husband, whole family ended up getting it and i think her dad died of it and like he was only like 50 something damn mm -hmm. that sucks mm -hmm. do you know anybody no luckily we like you know i've asked around a lot even like you know on the out outer circles of thing of, of things and no i haven't known anybody who's actually caught the sick yet so no, I don't know anybody personally that's got it like in my area, but my city that I live in has got the most cases in our whole county. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty bad out here in like 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 Northridge. I you know I kind of have they started opening up. I mean, are you following like the California rules? Like things like the bar like the hair shops and barber shops just opened up last week. Yeah, the, the, the some of the stuff is opening. Um, I saw we passed by. I passed by Applebee's on Wednesday when I went to go pick up a packet at my daughter's school, and I saw that Applebee's had a you know a sign up that said, "Hey, we're open for in you know in dining." Huh. But I you know I don't know I don't know when we're gonna be comfortable enough to do that. Um, Me either. I mean, I, mean, I, miss, I miss going out going to restaurants. That's one of the 100%. the only thing I miss is going out to restaurants and small gatherings of my friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know when I'll be feel safe doing that. I don't, I mean, I would probably maybe do some outdoor dining first. I don't even know if I want to be in a room with a bunch of people. Yeah. Especially, you know, cause you're, you're wearing a mask. What are you supposed to do? Like pull the mask down, like eat, put it back up. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, how are we going to do that? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, it's, it's, about it's that. I've been, I've been trying. So for years I've been trying to convince my wife that what we need is an RV. Mm -hmm. because to me like you pack up the kid you pack up the dog you get in you pack some food you drive somewhere you sleep you shit you pee you, you shower in this thing yeah a little campsite by the beach or something like that Whatever. yeah like even if you don't find anything like you um just, you could just rent one you know for like you should just sweet. rent one for a trip so so she got to the point like after like for years i've been bugging her and now my daughter's like mommy we really need to have one because it's so much easier during the virus nice. and she's five <laughs> and uh, so, so she, she's like, well, just look and see what it costs to, to rent. And she thought it was still too much. Mm -hmm. It was almost, it almost, is kind of pricey, almost like 200 bucks a night. Yeah. More. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. Like I still want one. And mm -hmm. I figured like, 
this would be the perfect time to, 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 to advertise to get one because of the fact that like traveling would be made so much easier if we're containing ourselves in, you know, our home-like vehicle. So here's, here's another option that not a lot of people know about. A lot of these campgrounds that are like by the beach or lakes or something like that that you want to go to, like my mom, when she would go camp out in Havasu with her friends on the river. Now, she didn't own a motorhome anymore. She used to, but she sold it, but she still wanted to go do this with her friends. A lot of these campgrounds, you can call them up ahead of time and rent a trailer for the night. They'll have it all set up for you. You just pull up and stay in it and rent it. You don't got to tow it or nothing. It's there for you to use. Damn. And you just rent it for however many nights and leave. Because to me, that's how you camp. I'm more of a... Oh, yeah. No, I'm not doing a tent ever again. I did tents when I was a kid. Here's the thing. Every no. time I've ever camped, there's always at least been one person that if had an RV, at least had the, like, the, the truck cab, you know, the, where they put the thing on the back of the truck that made it like a, had a toilet, a stove, and a fridge. Yeah. And whether, no, and I didn't get to sleep in it because it was small and, you know, adults got to sleep in there, but at least you always had a toilet, <laughs> a fridge, a, some AC. If it was balls hot, fuck that. I'm going in here, you know, for five yeah. minutes or something or before I jump in the lake, whatever. I've never camped without an RV nearby. Yeah. I mean, we, we used to, my aunt used to have one. So that, that's how we ended up going camping as kids. But to me, it, it always seemed kind of like, oh, that sounds like a cool idea one day. But I think the older I get, the more I'm like, I really want one of these things. I like follow like a bunch of them, like a bunch of different companies on like Instagram and shit. And they'll like post pictures of their shit. I'm like, look, so just deep. check out Craigslist. I had a buddy of mine a couple years ago. He, he's got two kids. One of them's just graduating high school, but this was probably about 10 years ago. He found an RV. It was old, but it was like, had low mileage and good shape. It was like $5,000. So he fucking bought it. Him and his family used it for a couple of years and then he just sold it again. And he still made like the same money or, you know, barely lost anything off it because it was fucking cheap. Wow. Shit like that all the time. Especially when people are hurting for money. That's the first shit that goes, you know, the toys, the the extra shit. But yeah, look into, like I said, this campgrounds where you can rent them and they're already there. Yeah. Yeah, like not... I said, when, when I was a kid and we can't, and then there was always an RV. We, we, the kids got to sleep in the tents and stuff like that, but I haven't done that since I was a kid. Yeah, and, and the little one wants to, wants, she's like, we should camp out in the backyard in the tent. I'm like, why? Like the house is right there. Yeah, that's fun. Josh did that with his nephew a couple times and the na- our neighbors did that recently. Like I woke up one morning, I'm like, why do I smell fire? Why do I smell campfire? They went out my backyard and they have a fire pit next door and they, it was a tent in the backyard and it was the morning and they were having a fire. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cute. <laughs> we, we've been using, look, man, if there's anything that's been a saving grace to us is, is, is our backyard because. Yeah, you got a pool. <laughs> well, I got a pool and I got a. Imagine a if you didn't have a pool, how extra bored you guys would be. You know, I, would, I was thinking, like, if this would have hit when we lived in that condo in the marina that yeah. had no AC, okay. like, we would have been on, hell on earth. Is what yeah. we, would have been. we would have probably murdered each other. Yeah, we right. But fortunate, because we're at this house, you know, it's got, it's got everybody can be in a different room, and we don't have to, like, even, like, look at each other and, you know, still do work and schoolwork and shit. But the backyard, like, we've been using the shit out of that thing. Like, the wife has, like, ordered plants that we're planting – We've actually used the fire pit and did marshmallows and shit. Love uh, it. You know, so I, I feel fortunate enough that for now we at least have this. So at least we can ride through this and not, and not like murder each other. And then I get to do like all of that back here. And I'm pointing to my, 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 Lego, to Legos. Mm-hmm. my Lego obsession because it's gotten really bad. And like I've now, so these, there's a few of them here that are like 
you know, purchased ones, mm-hmm. but the, like this section here and this section here are bits I've just bought from like a, a site called Bricklink that'll sell awesome. you legit, legit Lego pieces, but you know, like loose. And I've just been building my own shit. I got, that's my cantina back there. That's my cantina. It's got a DJ. Fun. It's got little booths and shit. I have to send you pictures. <laughs> But I, <laughs> you showed me, you gave me a tour not a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, okay, right. okay. Sorry to break it to you listeners. We have spoken to each other. We just, yeah, uh, you know, give it to just, you. So yeah. There, it, now, you know, we have it, a relationship outside you guys. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's not you guys. It's us. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so, our, you know, our fair finally canceled after like fucking Sacramento already canceled. OC already canceled our fair, our, Bear was dragging their heels. I'm like, why? Come on now. So they yeah. officially canceled. So I'm trying to talk my husband into, can I get a pool for the backyard? It's fucking hot. I said, I just want a big square inflatable, uh, inflatable one, just big enough that I can float in. That's all I need. You know, three feet tall, just to float, just enough to float. I'm like, there's no fair this year. Can I get a pool? And he's like, that's, that's for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, but look, like, if you if you get a pool, right? If you get a small little one that you can compass, or you know that you can compass in your ba- little backyard, yeah. And then you find a cover for it, something right. that you like. I cover mine. I mean, mine's yeah, yeah. Big, so I have to cover the whole thing for it to be like loosely warm. But if you cover that a little pool, that thing will always be warm, and you can. I don't even think I'll have to cover it. It'll, it'll be warm. It'll be warm enough up here. <laughs> it's not that big either. <laughs> Look, you can find yeah, it's hot. inexpensive ones. You know, well, here's the thing. So I've been looking on Amazon, right? And they're maybe just around a little over a hundred bucks. And I'm like, mm, that's not bad for the size, right? But no. then my husband comes home the other day and he goes, hey, so apparently all the pools you've been looking at on Amazon are all like three, four times higher because everybody's buying them because all the public pools are shut down right now. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> should get a, you should just buy a jacuzzi from Wayfair. I think they're like three, four hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of those little soft tubs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think to look at Wayfair for a pool or Overstock. Did they got them? Yeah, because my uh, the, that's the one thing the wife still wants is a is a jacuzzi. She's like, oh, you know, if we had a jacuzzi back here. I'm like, yeah, well, if we had an RV, you know. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, you know, if if uh, when we're looking at houses that have pools, it's like, well, you gotta if you have a pool, you gotta have a jacuzzi. What's the point of not having a jacuzzi attached to it? If you, I mean, I know you didn't build yours and you rent, but to your owners, you built a pool. Fucking how much more to just add the jacuzzi to it. So so I'm sitting in the living room doing work a couple weeks back, and this car pulls up in front of the house. And mind you, we're a very quiet street. So if somebody's pulling up in front of your house, it's kind of like, okay, what are you up to kind of thing? <laughs> uh-huh. The guy gets out and starts heading towards our door. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? You're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and, and so I open up the window. You know, I'm not opening the door. I open up the window. I'm like, can I help you? He's like, oh, sorry. I, I used to own this house. Oh. And packages have, have been delivered here. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so there was, was packages like, delivered there. You got packages or someone else. So there've been some packages that have been delivered in the last couple of weeks, but like, luckily my wife is like ran after UPS and be like, take this oh. back. person doesn't live here. Gotcha. Um, but there's been left a few things that have come. So like I was talking to this guy, he, he, he owned that. Like we, we moved into this house 10 days after the guy who owns it now bought it so this okay. guy legit just had it like two years ago this house so it was kind of funny because i'm like oh damn like like you're the perfect person to ask these questions because like the you know the amazing you know um wooden uh, shelving in the living room like, uh, oh yeah yeah That's he's true. like yeah me and my dad built that I'm like oh, That's that awesome. so it was it was kind of cool to like pick his brain on like like w- like the house and stuff uh-huh. and um 
he's a cop apparently he lives not that far from here like thousand oaks or sure how long he owned one it. of the oaks and uh yeah it was kind of funny it was kind of like weird because i like you know occasionally we would get like junk mail for these people's names like, mm-hmm. oh, like now nah, i know <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we get some too yeah that's funny yeah what have you been watching okay so um so so the mandalorian has a a um Oh yeah, wasn't there behind, behind the scenes, scenes or something like that? Thing, which is amazing. Um, on the WWE Network, they have a um, Undertaker um, um, documentary that's legit called mm-hmm. The Last Ride. Which that's like, right. You need to find a way to watch that shit. Yeah, uh, I just started the Jeff uh, the Jeffrey Epstein one last night. Mm, we went through that. We just finished that one. I, I I just finished the first episode and man, Jesus, what a piece of shit. Um. <laughs> And uh, watched Space Space Force. It was okay. Oh, did you? It was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted it to be funnier. Um, what else have I, have I been watching? Um, we for the first time we we've actually started watching The Voice. Mm. We never watched it, so we watch, We're watching like this last. Uh, I can't. Is that Katy Perry? No, that's uh, American Idol. Oh, okay. I can't stand Katy Perry. Oh, The uh, Voice no, is uh, Adam Levine and Blake Shelton. Who else is on well, it this season? It, this season, it's like. It, it, it's funny. It's um, Kelly Clarkson, who I fucking love. I like love. Kelly. Uh, Nick Jonas. Did you say you think you love her? I, I said I fucking love her. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She's great. Uh, Nick Jonas, who's like oh, hella funny. personable. Mm-hmm. Um, John Legend, who's mm-hmm. just John Legend. Right. And then Blake Sheldon. And oh, Adam, Adam's no, no more? Well, Adam I, think they rot- I think they rotate. I know used, like, Adam, Adam and Blake were solids, though. Adam and Blake were the two constants. The other two were the ones that would always rotate. So okay. I think Adam, I think Adam's done. Okay. I think yeah. I heard that he was leaving, tapping out or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, man, it's 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 something to kind of kill the time that all three of us can watch. We don't have to worry about like, you know. I I like that show out of all of them because I like the concept of you know uh-huh. you're just hearing their voice and I like ooh we're waiting to see who turns around and stuff like that. The problem with that show that bothers me is I have not seen one person that's one that actually have a career after it yeah not not like american idol who like right at least you've seen a handful of them like you know at least you did at the beginning (laughs) i'm i don't anymore i don't i haven't yeah that's true um although we 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 do watch that one and we watched um this season which is kind of crazy because it went from like you know like having people and then all of a sudden it stopped oh yeah and it went into quarantine version of the show so that was kind of surreal to watch you know, people, so basically they would send people like iPhones and those like mm-hmm. loop rings. Ring and, lights. And, and, and I'm like, ring lights are probably like, woohoo, they're probably selling off the hook. Oh my God. And so, yeah, all these people were, were, were having to record from home, you know, mm-hmm. so it got kind of crazy. I'm like, this is kind of weird to watch. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Uh, my RuPaul's Drag Race, the season finale, which they usually do in a live theater after the uh, show, it had to be from home. It was weird. Yeah, like, and RuPaul disappointed everybody in the world by showing up in a goddamn dark wing duck mask, and it's like, dark wing duck. What the fuck? Like, she showed up in this goddamn mask covering her whole face and like these stupid hats and shit. It's almost as if the bitch can't do her own makeup, is what you're kind of showing me, Ru. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Hmm. And that's sad. Yeah, like you can't, you can't, like after. I mean, she did it for like the reunion, and everyone's like. Huh? Which and Rue normally the reunion does not do drag. Rue's just himself. But then for the finale, 
It's usually full on drag. Yeah. Of showed up on the goddamn mask again or whatever. That's a good point. <laughs> Must have not known how to do, do his own makeup. So yeah, I was sad. All the, like the three um, confi- f- uh, final contestants had to like <laughs> they always have to do a lip sync on stage live. This time uh, they had to do it like in their in the house in the room, and they were like you know just doing it in front of the camera. And it's like, girl can't do backflip in her living room in that small ass <laughs> apartment. Come on. Can't do those fucking like uh, those. Lucky if things. I get a death drop. <laughs> Out of frame. <laughs> um, Trust uh, me, I did it. Yeah. So. Here's the, here's the tea on this season of RuPaul's Drag Race. So the whole season aired, and at the beginning of every show, there's a placard that would come up regarding one contestant, Miss Sherry Pie. Hmm. Um, they found out that Miss Sherry Pie had been catfishing guys in the real life behind the scenes. He was like a acting coach or something, and he was telling guys to send him videos and pictures and get him these jobs, and then he eventually admitted it. So the placard would come up that was like, uh, while Sherry Pie has been disqualified from Drag Race, um, we're continuing to air this season, um, you know, because for the rest of the queens, because we didn't want to scrap the whole season. Yeah. And they cut her out as much as possible. Like, there's no interview footage of her, but she's still in all the contests, and she's won a lot of them. She probably would have been in the finale. And it's oh. funny because you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Fucking Sherry Pie is still there. And actually, she made it to the final four because the finale is usually four contestants. And then on the last one, it was down to the four. There's a voiceover that comes on and we're resolved. Get ready for the net finale. Are you team Jada, team Gigi, or team Crystal Method? I'm like, oh, she only mentioned the four or the three. <laughs> like, that's funny. And then I like, did not even mention her at all when it came to the live finale. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. So she made it all the way to the quote-unquote live finale. Well, she, she would have been in the finale. She would have been, been, been in the final four. Because normally there's four that go to the finale and – Two will lip sync against each other, and the winners of those two go to lip sync each other for the crown. Gotcha. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Scandal. Scandal. So, yeah, I've been watching my RuPaul's Drag Race. All Stars start season five started last night, so that'll be good. Uh, totally sucked into 90 Day Fiance. That's been great. Oh, that oh my God. Terrible. So, let's see. The current was 90 Days before the 90 days it's like people usually meeting people finally in person for the online you know first time before they come to the u.s and apply for the 90 day visa uh-huh. and i think i told you about um baby girl lisa it's like this mm. fat blonde middle-aged woman she's like 52 and she fell in love with usman soldier boy he's a rap star in nigeria it's like 30 so she went down there to marry him and they do nothing but fight the whole time she she basically wants him to be her puppy dog and wants him to do everything she says. And she gets mad at him all the time. And he's like, Hey, in my culture, the women don't boss the men around. And she's like, well, you're not wearing a Nigerian woman. You're marrying an American woman. So it's 50, 50. And he goes, mm, I think it'll be more like 60, 40. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, huh? And then like, Oh my God. And then like, she tried to complain to his older brothers, like about them fighting. And it's like, girl, you're not going to win this argument. That's their fucking culture. And they're telling her, well, you should not demand so much of his time. (laughs) (laughs) So she got pissed off and left. Anyway, the reunion's coming up and apparently he's saying that, yes, he will eventually take another wife. (laughs) Wow. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you who made a song for her. Oh, like, like after the fact or... No, no, no. This is before, like, you know, when she was telling us all about him. She's like, oh, oh, and he made a song for me. 
Hold on. It's on Spotify. Of course it is. Uh, that soldier boy. Not the soldier boy that we know. Not crank that soldier boy. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Soldier boy, damn it, I forget. Um, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, okay. So in the 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 song, what if I just type in "Baby Girl Lisa"? <laughs> <laughs> in the song, it's about how his love is like a million miles away and shit. And um, over oh, here, it's got to be on the "Baby Girl Lisa" playlist. <laughs> shit, That's somebody made. Um. I keep misspelling his name. So in the video, she got all pissed because um, uh, there's a chick in the other video. She's like, it should not have been a chick in the video. It should have been me on a screen <laughs> because she's far away. And um, uh, I can't remember. She got all pissed. Those it made him cut the chick out of the video. And then so when she went there, she even talked to like someone who's like the guy who produced the video because she's all pissed at him. And he goes, you're telling me that people will do in America, we'll do videos and not have a model in it. And she's like, yes. And we're like, no. <laughs> no. Yes. You know, anytime I talk to you on front, I always tell you that I love you. So I decided to do this for you. And for the sake of our love, maybe I love you. Listen to this piece. I could pray for you. Anything you want, I could do for you, girl. Maybe I could pray for you. We are the good day to let down the tree. Baby girl Lisa. He wrote Baby Girl Lisa a banger. <laughs> I'm totally laughing. I'm like, he probably sent that to every Lisa in the country. Right. got to bite back. Let's see. <laughs> She's a Lisa. I think we'll, okay, we'll try that. She's a Lisa. Maybe she'll. Oh, okay. and then she was talking about when she was going to go there and have sex with him, how she wasn't going to use a condom because he's been using condom with other women, but not him. And so now my husband calls her raw dog Lisa. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made him watch all of my shows since he was home in quarantine. I said, look, I usually watch your shit when you're not home. Now you're home all the time. So you're going to have to get on board. So he's but, totally on board with 98. It pisses him off so much, um, but he's like stuck now. So there's another story about this guy named David who's been in this relationship from, with Lana from the Ukraine on this website for seven years. Jeez. And it costs money to talk to her on this website. Huh. So he spent over $100,000 talking to her in these seven years. And he went to the Ukraine four times to meet her and she didn't show up. Four times. Come on. So this is the fifth time that he goes to meet her and we're all like, she's not real. She's not real. Fucking she's not real. He shows up in a restaurant waiting for her. She never fucking shows up. He drives to her hometown, which he thought knocks on the door at well, her house. He gave, she gave him a fake address. Um, and then he goes home and he gets a private investigator and he's like, yeah, she's on a bunch of sites talking to a bunch of dudes. And he's like, no, that's not her. She must, she was hacked. Her photo must've been hacked. So that's not her. Wow. So then he goes back after getting a message from her that she still wants to meet him. So she goes, and then all of a sudden the bitch actually shows up and it's her. We're like, what? Jeez. We didn't think this bitch is ever going to show up. And you can tell she hates him, but she wants to go to America and stuff. So he ends up proposing at the end before he gets on a plane and she said yes. So we'll see what happens there. 
so do they like pick up next season with this weird probably yeah if they don't break up by then yeah they'll be in the so this was called before the 90 days so the next one will be 90 day fiance the next the next step in them is he has to apply for the k-1 visa and then she'll come over there over to the u.s and then they'll have 90 days to get married so that's what we'll see and then there's the what happens next there's the what after and then there's the um there was the quarantine edition (laughs) and then there's the 90 day the other way and season two of that's just starting next week and that's americans that are going to other countries to be married off over there yes okay so season two of that one there's two stories that are coming back one of them and i think i've told you before was like 60 year old jenny from palm springs who left her daughter and grandkids to go over to india for 30 year old samit who is her parent his parents didn't approve of their relationship she told him so he was keeping her hidden from them and he just kept her in this apartment and then you found out he was married oh he was already in married he was in an arranged marriage but he didn't love his wife and so now he got a divorce from her. So season two is them trying to make it work. And she's like, do your parents know you love me? And he's like, eh. and then what happened was the second story that's, that we're following that's uh, from the last season. There's a girl named Devin and she fell in love with this guy from South Korea. He's a man child. I don't even remember his name. He lives with his parents. He's actually on probation. And we found out later on because he was got caught selling stolen cell phones. So in this country, you have to pay everything back first. Yep. Okay. Like restitution, he's paying back. So she got knocked up by him. So she's moving to North Korea. He's supposed to get a job in an apartment. <laughs> he didn't do that. So she moves into this tiny little cramped space with like her, his parents and a baby and all this shit. And then she ends up leaving. So this is now what's going on with them. But the story behind the scenes that I read online the girl said the reason that she was going to another this other reason she was really going to South Korea to live is because she had a fucking family member who tried to drug her and sex traffic her. Oh, she had an aunt who tried to drug her and sell her into fucking sex trafficking. So that was another reason why she was leaving the country was to get away. God damn! I want to hear that story. Like that's that sounds like a movie story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my it's funny because my oh there was another one, Yolanda. She's 60-something in Las Vegas. She was talking to this guy, Williams, on Instagram for like seven months, and she fell in love with him, and she was going to go see him. He, he, he told her he lives in London, but he can't tell her what airport to fly into, and then he'll ghost her for days and doesn't talk to her, and then all of a sudden, she got an email going, hey, we got nude photos of you. If you don't give us money, we're going to leak them. <gasps> and she's and like, she's like <gasps> he must have been, been hacked. <laughs> and she's not telling her kids about this guy, and all her kids are like, have you seen him? Have you talked to him on a camera? No, his camera doesn't work. Then how the fuck he posts pictures on Instagram? But yeah. like, she's like, well, I don't believe he's lying to me. And like her parents, her mom, her kids are just looking at her and they're adult kids. And her daughter, her oldest daughter is like, well, I'm going with you if you're going to go meet this man. She goes, you don't trust him? She goes, wow. And then um, her sister did a reverse, Im- or her daughter did a reverse image search and they found out they were stock photos. And she's like, what stock photos? And then she, they told her, she said, well, do you think somebody stole his photo and made him stock photos? No, girlfriend. <laughs> no. I, and I, then, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't feel that, no. They fucking drug her story out all goddamn season. She was on maybe every other episode because she was totally being catfished the whole time. And then now they had the last episode, they, her daughter hired a private investigator and we're going to find out on the reunion what the investigator found out. But she gonna be just like David. She gonna believe the investigator anyway. Jeez. Oh, that's not the Williams I know. No, I, I, I don't think he's like that. Yeah. No, no, he's fine. Oh, 
baby girl Lisa when uh, her Nigerian rap boyfriend her, her one of her girlfriends like you know Nigerians are known to be scammers like the Nigerian guys are the same as the Ukrainian women oh okay and she goes I know he's Nigerian but he seems like a good guy <laughs> I'm like isn't that the best quality of a con man is it well and especially in this day and age where good like guy. you can do FaceTime you can do Skype you can do Zoom yeah I love when people like just accept these like other oh, cameras broken like okay well can you call me then right and they would sometimes they'd call or sometimes they'd be just text and the funny thing is this guy that's supposedly claiming he lived in london had really horrible broken english in his texts shit i'm like mm. anyway poor yolanda uh, poor she's supposed to be loved so yeah these people are horrible it's it's, it's funny my, my husband's like i hate these people so much but i have to find out what happens um <laughs> I go, who do you hate more, these people or the hoarders? Oh, I hate the hoarders more. Oh, I can't watch those shows. Yeah, exactly. It makes them angry. No, no we, we, if, if there's anything we've been watching is just, you know, like, especially with, with all the news, we just like, oh, I need fluff. I need HGTV. I need cooking shows. I need Chopped. Yeah, we started watching Cougar Town again because it's on Amazon Prime and we fucking loved that show. So we we rewatched that's our dinner show right now. We put that uh, on when we watch dinner or we eat dinner. And then uh Ozark we're watching. Something else we just blasted through that we were watching. If I can remember what it was now, I'd have to go look at my Netflix. It was something we were watching along the same time as Netflix, and then we finished that one, and then now we're still on uh, Ozark. Well, if you thought we want, if if you thought we watched TV a lot before, oh, I know, right now I'm like, oh my god! I told my husband the other day, I'm like, I feel like I like, I wake up, I sit, watch TV, eat, sit, take a nap, get up, sit, eat, watch TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 like I roll out of bed and before I even shower, I'm like in front of the computer, just like checking on like systems and things, and then like, you know, then there's lunch. And yeah, I'm um, trying to not um, turn the TV on so early, you know, but sometimes when I'm working, I, I kind of like to have it on as like just background noise. No, yeah, we can't because because the little one is like a TV-holic. Yeah. So we can't technically turn on the TV until like it's dinner time. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm signing into my Netflix to see what I've been watching. Uh, what? No, what? Come on. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the worst, Netflix. Oh, there. It worked. Yay. There's me. Continue watching. Oh, I was watching some Queer Eye the other day just because um, that's fun. New or old? Old ones. Oh, Dead to Me. I haven't started the new season because I'm trying to get catch, uh, have husband watch the first season first. Yeah, I was thinking about watching that one. Oh, oh sh- what? that's what I, I was like. I know what we, we binged the shit out of something. There's a show on Amazon Prime called Upload. Oh, yeah. Is that the one with Janelle Monae? I, I, I don't know who that is, so I, don't, I can't tell you. Hold on. Is it right on the front on, when you log on. in? Amazon Prime. Uh, oh, it doesn't help on the TV. Um, Upload show. I don't... No. I don't think that's no. Right. No. But it's it's interesting. It's it's like like they upload your conscious to um to like these like like data centers basically, and so depending and depending on how rich you are or how not rich you are, you end up in a, a good place 
you know, mm-hmm. where, you know, things are like, you know, done well or things that are not done well if you're in a shitty one. So it's, it's an interesting premise. And actually like we got sucked into it quick. Like, you know, my watch, my, my wife usually doesn't stay up late to watch things with me, but like, she was huh. like, oh, yeah, I'll be up tonight. Cause I want to finish the show. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, Ooh. Definitely, definitely original and definitely like an interesting premise. I started watching the second season of surviving R Kelly on Netflix this week. That's intense. Um, I heard Hollywood was good on Netflix. And then I just noticed um, Uncut Gems just came on this week on Netflix. You should watch that. Yeah, I've heard that one's a stressful little deal. Uh, it's a, a little bit, but I mean, it's not, it's, not, it's not like anything crazy. It's just more like, oh, geez. It's one of those things like, what are you, what are you doing now, buddy? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate when you, when you order something and you expect it to be delivered on a specific day and then it, 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 for some reason it's pushed out in another couple of days? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Black AF on Netflix is funny. Wow. It's a half-hour sitcom that, like, um, Rashida Jones, and the the guy who's in it is the guy that um start that did uh wrote Blackish and Field tri- or Girls Trip and all that shit, and he's starring as himself. It's like a fictional version of of himself oh, and his okay. family. It's pretty funny. All right, it's good to know. Because uh, you know. I was like, God, there was something else, those other series. What were, what were we watching? Oh, we watched, um, and it's been on Netflix for a while. Dad told us to watch it. Um, the Haunting of Hill House. That was pretty I, good. That was a series, right? Yeah. It's I, been out for a few years. I think I feel like I, I, feel like I started that and never finished it. For some With um, E.T. Elliot? Is, is he the dad? Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, there's a scene in that in that show where one of his kids is playing in a treehouse and he's got a bunch of crayons in a, in a um, lunchbox and it was an E.T. lunchbox. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Call back. Yeah. It's funny thing is, is like, so Henry Thomas played the dad in the younger, like in the throwback scenes, but then in the old, the scenes where the kids are older, then it's Tim- Timothy Hutton playing the dad. It's like, really? Yeah. Like. Henry, it's not like Henry Thomas is that fucking young that he couldn't play a slightly older version of himself. Right. Like, you, you couldn't like put some makeup on or off. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Jeez, man. But that was good. Oh, we watched uh, Jumanji: The Next Level the other day. We watched. Those that. Was just fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> like we were like, all right, let's let's finally watch this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We kind of did the same thing. Uh, what word else are we watching? Uh, yeah, we finished the Epstein thing. All of our shows wrapped up this year. Uh, the Good Place finished. Modern Family finished. Shit's Creek finished. It's like, oh. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I got to fall in love with some other show. God damn it. And now that it's summer, it's like, uh, it's all the crap television. Yeah. That's like you're trying to find shows that, you're trying to find shows that have seasons up that you're kind of intrigued about. But on Amazon... We found a couple things to watch. Um, <laughs> there's this documentary called Vannon about van about van culture. It's an hour long. You got to watch it. You'll love it. Ooh, all right, I like vans. It's hilarious. Yeah, literally Vannon van I like, culture. I like the van, so I'm I'm gonna watch the vans. <laughs> can you can you hear my dog barking in the background? Mm-mm. Nope. Oh. Um. What's on my What's on my movie list on Amazon? Um, here's my list. Have you watched The Hustle? It's on Amazon. It's the remake of yes. yeah. With that was fun. Yeah, that was that was good. 
I like that one. Oh, you do. I'm trying to sign in to my Amazon list to see what's on it. When I turn on my, because when I turn on my Fire Stick, that's what I use, and everything's just right there. Yeah, that's what I use too. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start a paper route right now. Video. My mom adopted a doggy. Yeah, what'd she get? She got just got this little mutt. Um, he's she thinks he's a part like Jack Russell Terrier. His oh. name's Matt. His name's Maverick. Maverick. <laughs> oh, you know what? We saw that. I was actually surprised that it was actually like entertaining, and mm-hmm. we actually watched it a couple times now. This is gonna come out of left field. De- De- Detective Pikachu. Oh, get out of here! That's funny. I I'm not even I'm not even playing because uh, Ryan Reynolds does his voice and shit. Oh yeah, I've heard that. I'm it. It was actually like watchable. It was actually like we we're like, oh, this was fun. <laughs> Watch Amazon. Come on, come on. Let me sign in. I want to see what so much shit. I don't think I used the right password. Ah, damn it. That wasn't the right password either. Son of a motherless goat. Wait. Not now. Can we verify your account by sending you a password? No, not now. I don't want to. Not now. <laughs> Can you verify me later? Yeah, I did that all the time. It's like, no. Can you, can you make sure it's me, but some other time? <laughs> not right now. No. Please don't inconvenience me by telling me I am who I am. Oh, here we go. Here's my list. Mm, I heard that Hunters was good. We haven't watched that yet. Yeah, I haven't watched that. Movies. Um, we watched, uh, <laughs> what is it? The, the Wild Whites of West Virginia. What the fuck is that? The Jackass crew actually did this documentary a couple years ago about this total white trash family out of West Virginia. It's kind of funny. No. Oh. I hear lunch being made. Woohoo! Oh, lucky. Because I'm like, I'm damn. I was, I was just thinking, like, damn, I'm getting hungry. And all of a sudden I hear meep, meep, meep. Nice. Oh, on Amazon, there's a documentary called The Rainbow. It's all about the Rainbow Room down in Hollywood. And it was only came out like last year, I think. So it's pretty up to date. You should watch that. It's really cool. The rainbow. The rainbow. Shut up, little man's on there too. Oh yeah, Vanna. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch that again. We watched the Jane Silent Bob reboot. That's on there. I watched that. It was alright. Yeah, it's alright. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, check out the rainbow. Okay, I've added it to my list. Excellent. Excellent. Oh my god, I, I it's funny. I don't know why, but I've been wanting to watch Shut Up, Little Man again. Ed Vannon. Ed Van- Did you add Vannon while you were there? Which one? Oh, Vannon. Vannon. <laughs> Even the logo's great. Oh, that is. <laughs> it's like 70s ABC TV special coming at your face. Yep. Yep. Reminds me of um, Cannonball Run almost for some reason. <sighs> I would do a Cannonball Run. That'd be fun. Yeah, I know. You were trying to get me to do a Cannonball Run. It was called Amazing Race. Oh, the Amazing Race. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not that anymore. I don't got enough energy for that. I can sit. I can drive a car though. That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Now that you mentioned lunch, I'm hungry. So I'm gonna go eat something. Well, um, I, I hope everybody is safe. 
uh, and I sane and stay well. And don't be racist pieces of shit. White people, do your part. And by that, I mean just fucking something. Something. Do fucking just something. Stand up for somebody if you have to. But Jeez, mm-hmm. come on. And um, yeah, maybe we'll talk to you soon. We don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out and bearing with the Goody Squad. Chiba yeah. next. Don't even ask me what episode this is. No idea. It's quarantine no, special it, edition. It, it's so definitely 80-something, and it'll be in the thing, so you'll get it then. All right. All right. All right. That was my Linda Belcher impression. <laughs>